This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to The Real Reel, where I take you behind the Instagram reel and into the real lives of entrepreneurs, content creators, and anyone who inspires me and may inspire you too. I'm your host, Natalie Barbu, and let's get into it. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Real Real Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Barbu, and today's episode is going to be a solo episode. And I feel like December is one of those months that doesn't really count as a real month. Like we had Spotify wrapped in the beginning, which kind of tells you your yearly music listening patterns. And then we have, you know, the recaps. I feel like everyone's doing their like 2022 recap. And it's kind of like, guys, we still have a month left. Like 2022 is not over. But for some reason, December is just the month where everyone kind of marks it as the end. Like this is kind of like a filler month. That's kind of how I view it at least. So I wanted to do a little recap of things that I learned in 2022. And I'm not going to lie, guys, I cannot believe it's already 2023 because 2022 feels like it never happened. And I don't mean that it feels like it didn't happen. Like I don't know what happened in 2022, but I have made so many references to it being 2021. Like I feel like it never turned 2022. It's still 2021. And I don't know why this year out of all years, it still feels like that because like 2020 feels like forever ago. I'm like, okay, that was a bad year. That feels like forever ago, but it doesn't feel like we emerged into 2022. Like it feels like we're still living in 21. I don't know if anyone else feels that way. And I might just be rambling at this point, but that's just how it feels for me. So the fact that we're entering into 23 like it doesn't sit right with me it feels very insane it feels very futuristic it feels like it just feels like so uh, I don't know like dystopian in a way because it's just like so far into the future when it's literally a few weeks away so really I wanted to do a recap of the year of things I learned because this year was a year of realizing things if you guys get that reference if you know, you know. But no, seriously, this was definitely a year of realizing a lot of things. It was the year that I learned a lot of lessons. And it was the year that I think I have gained the most confidence. I guess I could accurately say that. I think I definitely gained the most confidence this year compared to any other year prior. So what I mean by that is not that I was not a confident person, but I think it's true that as you get older, as you get more into your 20s, people say this about your 30s as well, you really like become more confident of a person. Like people are like, oh yeah, the 20s are your best decade. And then when, when they get into their 30s, it's like the 30s are the best decades and then 40s and 50s and so on. And you just continue to get more confident. And I feel like this year really, it was a tough year. I would never say that this was a good year for me or a, the best year because it really wasn't. If I'm being honest, this year had a lot of rocky and really bad moments. It was not the best year by any means, but I still gained a ton of confidence and I felt just very secure in myself. Not every moment and there were a lot of hard moments, but I think I felt like 
just secure in who I am as a person. And I think I'm learning more about myself as a person. And I went through a breakup. I was dating my boyfriend for four years, went through a breakup in August. And I feel like during the single period, which it's only been three months, a little over three months, but that single period taught me a lot about what it's like to be alone and like make decisions for myself and not think about anyone else. And I think that develops a level of confidence even when you're hurting and even when you have this like heartbreak, like being alone really instills a lot of confidence in you. Also, sorry guys, if I sound a little congested, I definitely caught a cold because this weekend was Art Basel and I want to do a little recap of my weekend before I jump into the actual episode of things that I've learned in 2022. So if you guys didn't know, I live in Miami. I feel like I talk about that a lot. I actually recently saw an Instagram graphic and it was like, astrology wrapped so I'm an Aries and so I was like Aries wrapped and one of them was like making their city like where they live an entire personality trait and like could not describe me more accurately when I lived in New York like New York was my personality people would literally call me out on it all the time they would be like okay we get it you live in New York City and now that I live in Miami, I feel like it's the same thing. And even when I went to like NC State here in Raleigh, like I would make like all my videos about college and about NC State. And like, I just like make where I live an identity. I don't know if anyone else does that. And if you do do that, are you an Aries? Because clearly that's what that means apparently. So yeah, I live in Miami and Art Basel was this weekend. I would say Art Basel is Miami's version of New York Fashion Week, except it's instead of fashion shows, it's art shows and, and art exhibits. And the exhibits are so cool. Like I definitely think the art is really, really cool. And I'm someone who I am not artistic by any means. I'm not a creative person visually. Like I can't draw or, you know, edit things super cool or cinematic. Like, I mean, I have some creativity from being on YouTube and stuff like that, but I wouldn't say I'm an artist by any means. And I don't have any of the skill sets that artists do have, but I appreciate it a lot. And I love the fact that we celebrate art and I think that it's just such a cool weekend and even though it's a lot about like the parties I do think that there's so many like art exhibits that people actually attend and a lot of events do a great job at like showcasing artists and pieces get sold and artists work get acknowledged and so I think it's really cool so it's pretty much just equated to like New York Fashion Week but for Miami everyone is in town everyone makes an excuse to party I mean every single person I met this weekend it was like oh where are you guys from it's like I'm from Miami oh really like no one that was from Miami like was actually out everyone was from everywhere else and was like so shocked when you told people that you actually live in Miami and that you're actually from there so that's kind of like what it is but really like every single celebrity is in town every like brand has some activation in town there's so much going on the traffic is beyond horrible worse than usual and it's just like a time for like a million parties and it's just a ton of fun so I had a very fun-filled weekend one of my friends from college came and visited and he brought his roommate down so we hung out the whole weekend with them and the Friday, Friday we went to Soho House and that was really fun. So I am a member at Soho House and they were having this big like tent party. And so it was like at the beach, like actually like the tent was literally on the sand on the beach and it was just so much fun and like such a cool party. It gave me like Gossip Girl white party vibes like in the Hamptons. And then we stayed there until like 
two in the morning or something like it was a late morning and it was such a mess like getting out the fire marshal had to come like they kicked everyone out at one point because it was getting like so crowded and like such a mess but it was just so much fun and it just gave me like gossip girl vibes and there were so many like cool interesting people and I personally prefer events like that where it's like it's not an influencer event because like random people can go it's not like an invite only influencer event but it's one of those things where it's like people are coming from all over they have different backgrounds it's like kind of exclusive I guess and I feel like that vibe was a lot better than like influencer parties that I go to and it's not to say that I like exclusive parties because that's not what I'm saying but I'm saying that if we're going to be exclusive with like people from all over or we're going to be exclusive with just influencers then I kind of prefer the first one so it was really fun. There was like a DJ performing. The drinks were great. Like the people there were just like, everyone was just like so cool and nice. And people actually like talked to each other and mingled. And I don't know, it was just a really fun environment. So that was my favorite night. And then the next night we watched the World Cup. So I watched the World Cup at home with my dad because my dad was in town as well. And the United States lost. So that was really sad. I am a huge World Cup fan. I don't follow soccer too often, but my family is the soccer family because if you didn't know, my dad is from Romania, my mom is from Honduras. So anytime like they can, they're watching soccer. Like we never grew up watching American football. We only grew up watching, as my parents would say, quote unquote, the real football, which is soccer. And so we always had it on in the house. And so the World Cup is like a religion, I feel like, to my family on both sides. So the U.S. losing was really sad. And then I went to a bar and watched Argentina-Australia game. And then I went to another bar at night and had a lot of fun, danced a lot, had just like a good time with friends and went to bed. And then the next day I got to see Leon Bridges perform at Soho House for free, which is like absolutely insane. He like barely performed, I'm not going to lie, but it was still a lot of fun and then I just went back but it was like a fun-filled weekend there was so much to do I loved seeing people from all over life doesn't happen bi-weekly so why should payday the money you earn can be in your hands today as it should with earnin earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work not just waiting for payday with earnin you can access up to hundred dollars per day or up to 750 dollars per pay period just download the earnin app and verify your paycheck then access up to hundred dollars a day as you work and leave an optional tip any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet, Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Heirs tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 450 degrees, reduces inner pair split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration. And according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. I definitely am one of those people that like I love Art Basel. I didn't go to a single influencer event, you guys. I canceled every single one of them because I was so overwhelmed. I just like didn't, I, I couldn't go. Like I could not go. Like I just felt so overwhelmed. I felt very like, I don't know. I don't know what's gotten into me, but I just felt like, I was like, I just want to be with my friends. Like I don't want to go to any influencer events. I don't want to make small talk. And I had not, instead of FOMO, I had like FMO, which is like fun missing out. I like was very happy that I was missing out because I didn't have the energy to go to any of these influencer events that were going on. So next year, maybe I'll have the energy, but this year I just didn't. And I don't know, maybe I'm like not as interested in them anymore or what, but I didn't care to to go to any influencer events this month. So anyways, that's how my weekend went. It was a lot of fun. And because I was out a lot, with barely any sleep and consistently for like three nights, I caught a little cold. So I have a cold now, as you can tell, I'm congested and it's not very fun. So I have a headache. I have a stuffy nose. I just, I felt a little bit achy yesterday, but today I'm feeling a little better. So I have faith that I will pull through and hopefully it's just congestion. I might have to go to CVS and get some Sudafed or something, but regardless, that's all it is. So now I want to get into the meat of this episode, why you guys probably clicked on this episode, things that I've learned in 2022. So I came up with five things, five of my biggest lessons that I've learned. And I think whether you, you know, have gone through anything similar to me this year, which I feel like I've kind of have a lot of like different monumental things that have happened this year, whether you have or you haven't, I think that you can relate to a lot of these. And if not, then I hope that you, you know, kind of take these as lessons or little reminders as well. So the first one is something that I've talked about a lot. It's the one that I've talked about probably the most in 2022 because it's felt at least the most relevant to me. And 
it's that you need to trust the timing of things and it's not if it's when so I I put these two together because that quote kind of goes with finding the timing of things or trusting the timing of things but for me, this was very, very helpful with the stage I was in of starting a company. So I launched Trello this year and we were fundraising, we were raising money. And it was a discouraging journey. If you listen to last week's episode, you definitely will see the journey from start to finish, but it was really hard. It was really discouraging. And it was one of those things where I could have easily been like, okay, I give up. I guess it's not meant to happen. I guess it's not meant to be. Because Some people said that they fundraised in two months and two, three months, four months, five months, six months had passed and we weren't done with our round and we didn't even get like a yes yet at that point. So I was like super, super, super discouraged, but I kept telling myself if it's going to happen, it's just when it's going to happen. My timeline does not need to align with other people's timelines. And also a lot of people are full of shit. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying that they're lying. I'm not saying that they like are like fake people. I'm saying that people say things sometimes to make themselves look better. And we all do it, myself included, where it's like, oh yeah, it only took me like a month to fundraise. But like really they were speaking to investors for like six months before then. But maybe they spoke to their first investor that gave them a yes. And then they closed within one month of that. Yes. You know, there's ways to manipulate the truth. And I also have realized that some people do that to make themselves sound better. So there's no point in comparing yourself to anyone. I feel like it's kind of like when people get like a really good job and they like are making a lot of money and it's like, okay, yeah, like they're bragging about their job. They're bragging about how much money they make, but like really they like hate their job. You know, it's like, well, would you trade that if you really don't like it? You know, I don't know. Or like people that are brag or take photos of like luxury cars, like luxury things, but it's like a backdrop. Like it's not really theirs or it's like their parents or it's like a friend of theirs or you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like people say things to make themselves look good all the time. And so when you're comparing yourself to people's highlights reel, it really can be like confusing and mess with your brain because you think that that's real life and then you compare it to your real life, but it's actually not real life. So I would just say that like, don't compare yourself and trust the timing of your life. I am a huge believer this year. I was like, you know what, God, I'm going to put everything in your hands. You're going to help us close this round. It's going to be on your timing. It's not about my timing. And you guys, I am so thankful everything happened when it did. For example, we closed our round in October and we have 18 months of runway. And if we would have closed the round in April when I wanted to, and let's say we had 18 months of runway in April, we would have only had one year left. Like that's kind of insane. And the market is like horrible right now. It's such a bad time to fundraise. So like, I'm so thankful we closed when we did because we made it this far with that. And now we have more time to figure things out. So, you know, what? like that's what I'm saying about trusting the timing. It's that it is not if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. You need to know that it's going to happen when it's supposed to. And I have always thought that I've always been a big believer that things are going to happen when they are supposed to happen. And I'm a big believer that God's timing is perfect. And so I'm trusting in that. And that is one of the biggest lessons. So whenever I get kind of like discouraged about things now, or whenever I get really like sad that things aren't like picking up or things are going slowly or whatever it might be I just always think back to like it's not about my timing though like I know so little whereas when it's going to happen it's going to be just the right time and I am such a big believer in that and that's like one of the biggest things that I learned this year the next thing that I learned is don't underestimate the value of friendship okay this is such a big one like I said I went through a breakup this year and 
if I did not have my friends, which I talked about in my YouTube video, if you guys had watched that, my three month breakup update, but if I did not have my friends, I would be such a mess. There are some people that go through breakups and they're kind of like laying in bed all day. They're not reaching out to anyone. They're not talking to anyone else. And I just think like that is something to me where I'm like, I needed to rely on my friends more than anything. You know, they, they kind of like reassured me. They were there for me when I cried. I, I like broke down in front of them. They were thinking about me. They were praying for me. They were sending me devotionals in the morning. Like they were there for me. And I can't thank them enough. And I can't tell you, like I used to be someone that I didn't have that many friends ever. And I've talked about that in previous episodes before, like my loneliness episode, for example. But this year, I have been just so blessed by the most amazing friendships. And if I didn't have them, I would be really scared of where I would be today because they honestly, truthfully, like saved me in a way, in a sense of like the fact that they were there for me when I needed them the most and when I felt my absolute lowest and I would be nervous of what would have happened if they weren't. And so I encourage you, if you are someone that doesn't have that many friends, you know, or you're scared to reach out to people, like reach out to people and like foster and nurture those friendships because they are so important. And it's one of those things where I feel like when you're in a relationship, you can kind of get lost and like not care that much about friendships because it's like you have your partner there with you. And so it doesn't matter because that's your built-in best friend. But even in a relationship, I will never lose my friends because I, during this season of my life, I've realized how important and how crucial they are. And I just never want to forget that. And I, I just like can't stress it enough of how important the power of friendship is and how never to underestimate their value. The next thing that I learned, and I am so sorry, guys, as we speak, I'm getting more and more congested by the second. But the next thing that I learned is that burnout is real. And holy crap, did I experience it this year? And I just want to tell you guys that you have to rest before your body tells you to. One, I think I'm experiencing a form of it right now as we speak. This podcast is so overdue. My editor is going to kill me because I just spread myself so thin. I'm in over my head at times. I feel like I am someone who I don't take the time to like rest. I just am like, go, 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 go. And I say yes to everything. And I need to stop doing that because my body has gotten sick so many times this year. I've broken down and bawled my eyes out multiple times this year because I get to a breaking point where I'm like, oh my God, I'm not doing anything right or I'm spread too thin or everything is delayed or I'm just like doing half-ass work on everything. And it's because I do too much and I take on too much and then I end up crashing and doing everything wrong or at least it feels that way. And that's what I kind of like tell myself. So that goes with traveling. Like I've definitely traveled, I think way too much this year. I actually want to not travel as much next year, which is such a privilege to say. And I, I realize that because I know some people, their goal is to travel more every year or because they don't have the opportunity to travel. Whereas I'm kind of the opposite for 2023. I actually want to slow down and I want to rest and I want to be home more and I want to travel less. And 
it's such a privileged thing to say, but it really is something that I'm trying to do because I want to be more like in the moment and present and put less stress on my body. And also burnout is real when you have a million responsibilities that you're juggling and you say yes to every obligation. I feel like I'm a person who my friends would definitely consider me flaky. And I know that's like a horrible thing to say, but it's because I say yes to everything initially and then I burn out and then I have to like cancel everything and I lay in bed and I don't do anything and I scroll on TikTok. And like that is so unhealthy, but it's because I get to a point where my body is telling me I need to rest and I don't listen to it. And then it forces me to rest on its own. And so I just want you to realize as you're going into 2023 that yes, hustle culture or like hustling, I guess, can be a great thing, but you need to give your body time. And you also like don't ever underestimate the value of a home base as well and like being steady. You know, I think as a society, we glamorize being go, 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 go. And like, we don't glamorize stillness and like dullness even and just boringness, like just being bored and boredom, not boringness, but you know what I'm saying. And then we crash and then we look for that next thing and it doesn't satisfy us and we crash again. And there's something peaceful and beautiful about being still. And I kind of want to start doing that a bit more next year. And then the next one, number four, is that time really does heal. Of course, this has to do with my breakup. You guys know that that was a huge lesson that I've kind of been dealing with. But even though I'm not fully healed, you guys can definitely watch my YouTube video, the three-month update. I feel like I am doing so much better. And it's not a constant, everyday, looming thought. I think about it every single day, but it doesn't consume my thoughts. It's like a passing thought. It's not an every single day thought. And if you would have told me that in August when it was happening, it felt like I was dying. It felt like literally death. Like I don't know what death feels like, but I imagine that it feels like what that felt. It was physical pain. It was heartbreak times 100. It was just like the worst thing ever, as dramatic as that is. And if you would have told me that three and a half months later, I would be okay. I wouldn't have believed you, but time really, really does heal. I'm not saying that it like has healed 100%, but it's healing and I'm in the process of healing. I still have bad days, don't get me wrong, but I am in the process of healing and the only thing that has helped like for the most part is time. And I think some people try to rush it. It's like, oh my God, it's been a week. I need to rush it. I need to get with someone else. I need to, you know, do something. I need to hook up with someone. And it's like, none of that is ever going to heal you. You just have to give it time. And it's one of those things that's so annoying because that's the only thing you can't control. You just have to live it. And I just want to tell you that time really does heal. And it's so true. It's the most cliche, but the most true expression. And then the next one is no one has everything figured out. Kind of circling back to the first one when I said comparing yourself to people is bad because everyone can be like kind of full of shit sometimes or like say things like that. Kind of like this is what I'm saying with like no one has anything figured out. It's brought me so much joy in hearing people that I look up to, talking to them and seeing people so ahead of me tell me like I don't know what I'm doing. That makes me so happy. Not because I'm like, yes, like see, you're confused. It makes me happy because we all are. And there's a beauty in not feeling left behind. Because sometimes when I'm confused or I like feel like I don't have things figured out, I'm like, 
wow, I'm so behind. Everyone else is so ahead of me. It's like you feel kind of like a failure. And then when you realize that really successful people also feel that way, you realize, oh no, I can still have this feeling and be successful. Phew, because the feeling doesn't go away. So it just like gives you peace of mind knowing that you can have that feeling and still be a successful human being because other people that are successful feel that same way too. And everyone resonates with that. And I don't think that ever really goes away. So yeah. That is kind of one of the other major things that I've learned. And if you talk to people that are more successful than you or that you look up to or that are in different fields than you, you're going to hear the same thing. And I think that that's like really, really cool. So yeah, those were some of the things I've learned in 2022. I wanted to keep this episode short and sweet. And I just, I wanted to reflect. It was good to reflect on it and it was good to talk to you guys. And you guys love my solo episodes. So let me know what else you want to hear. But I need to go blow my nose because I am, whew, I'm congested. So I hope everyone's healthy, feeling good, doesn't have a cold. I've heard like something's going around for everyone, but I hope you guys stay healthy. And I hope you have an amazing rest of the year because even though it feels like, 2022 is over. We still got a few weeks left, so let's make the best out of it. All right, guys, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Real Real. I hope that you enjoyed and don't forget to rate, review, follow, or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Natalie Barbu and the podcast at The Real Real Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Hey, my name is Lovan Rumpf, and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then.